There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, we know you like your investigative reports, and primetime TV has got nothing on Team Cobra. On the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer, and now it's time for the Cobra Files. Tonight, a woman, a disease, a broken shoulder. Spotted in front of a CBS, but what is she holding in her bags? Toothpaste? Drugs? A broken heart? We're asking, what's up with Wendy Williams? On the Cobra Files. Welcome to another edition of The Cobra Files. I'm Bradley Trainer, one of your hosts for today's show. On December 20th, Colleen, a jittery Wendy Williams appeared on her daytime TV talk show, slurring, repeating words. Later that day, she apologized on Insties and blamed what? Pain medication for a fractured shoulder, Graves' disease, among other things, for her less than stellar performance. Oh, but wait, there's more. She promised to do better in 2019. Colleen, I ask you, did she? It's 2019. Has Wendy Williams done better? No, she's done. She because is kind of done. She has disappeared from the public spectacle, which is why on the Cobra Files today, we're asking, what's up with Wendy Williams? So I thought, here's the thing. We've talked a lot about what's going on. Every day, there are more headlines about Wendy Williams and what's not going on, and that's her show. And the headline that got me thinking today, like, we need to just lay this all out. Ladies, is that um, apparently some are now saying that Wendy Williams unraveling is blamed on her husband, who has been known to be allegedly abusive. And we have not talked a lot about Mm -mm. this. Okay, so can I just share some details with you? Would you like to go on a uh, Cobra Files uh, journey with me? Yes. Okay. so when was the last time we saw her on the air? Uh, that was like three weeks ago, four weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Uh, and that was when she announced that she was going to take some time, uh, because of her broken shoulder, uh, which she received as a result of falling due to some complications with her Graves disease. So she was going to take a week off, I believe at that time. Yeah. And then they extended that. And then it's been extended with no official word from her. We just have been having fill-ins. And lest you think this is something new, you know, sources close to the Colleen and Bradley show mm-hmm. have told us that Wendy Williams has been uh, adding, 
acting erratically for the last few years. And in fact, you and I know this to be true because this is not the first time we've talked about Wendy Williams having some problems. Mm-mm. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. Uh, one particular um, former guest who shall remain nameless, not of our show, but who talked to the New York Post's page six said, producers told me you carry the segment. This was last year, implying that Wendy Williams couldn't do it on her own, that she was a little out of sorts. Again, this is last year. Now, last week, you know, she's supposed to be hospitalized for this fractured shoulder and complications Mm -hmm. from Graves. But we saw photos of her where? At CVS. Where? In Florida. Exactly. Does that sound like hospitalized to No. You? In fact, actually, one of the conveniences of being hospitalized is you don't actually have to leave the premises to go to a pharmacy. Mm-hmm. You're basically at the pharmacy. It's true. <laughs> they don't got all them snacks, but it's still a pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Well, no, they got snacks there, too. That's true, but they're not as good as CBS. So sources did say, um, well, here's what I found interesting. So the sources in this particular article say that And I love the way they word this. The queen of spilling tea has been hiding pictures worth of her own secrets for more than a decade, including emotional and in the past even physical abuse by her husband and manager, Kevin Hunter. Now, of course, Wendy and uh, Hunter have declined to talk about this particular story. Mm -hmm. But uh, did you know about his physical abuse allegations or the stories about his physical abuse? No, I had not heard about this until I read this this uh, report. Yeah. So um, in the Cobra Files. Yeah. (laughs) This is in the Cobra Files. It was filed mm-hmm. in the Cobra Files. No, this, somebody else wrote an article and <laughs> yeah, we printed it off and put it in a file folder. Hey! Sorry, I'm sorry. No, I mean secrets. the Cobra Files. <laughs> um, a former intern at the Wendy Williams Experience said of his duties in 2008, it included buying hosts bottles of champagne and wine, which he had to sneak into the studio with a corkscrew in his back pocket so that who? Hunter wouldn't know his wife was drinking. Well, she- I suppose that makes sense. Right, because yeah. she has been uh, forthcoming about her addiction issues in the past. And certainly if she was using any substance, she probably wouldn't want her spouse slash manager to be aware of it. Right. Uh, they apparently it was not uncommon for Hunter to pull Williams into a private room and fight. You'd hear slaps or some type of tussling going on, said one intern. They also say that um, the source claimed that Hunter actually blew up at a group of interns in 2008 for failing to run an errand for him, um, which involved him screaming at everybody and telling everybody they're fired and everybody needs to go home. Um, I went to Wendy and I said, your husband just told me to go home. Uh, And she said, well, it is what it is. Oh, according to his temper, it has turned violent going all the way back to 2007 He allegedly acted aggressively toward her in a nightclub, which included um, slapping and hitting in the back of a vehicle, which led to blood everywhere. So here's here's the the thing, Colleen. We have reports of uh, also in this article, her cocaine addiction from her 20s and 30s. Um, We have her erratic behavior for the last two years. Mm -hmm. We have the troubles in her relationship, because not only is he accused of acting violently towards her but he's also accused of uh i'm gonna fail this test holly um uh oh having a potential child oh yeah yeah, the affair and the baby mistress who Mm -hmm. happens to live down the street from wendy williams Mm -hmm. and she's basically paying for yeah 
this story is like I, I I just think like we should post this and you should read it because it just go it's like it tells a tale of a man who is sort of hell bent on getting exactly what he wants and how he wants it and when he wants it. I mean, at one point, um, quote, at one point she became vegan-esque, said a former TV producer. Kevin would berate her if she ate something that was not on their eating plan. He'd scream, don't be a fat ass. Well, she, I mean, remember, she did have like a time where she lost a lot of weight all at once. And she talked, I think, about that vegan plan or that she was having a restrictive eating plan. Can I tell you what I found to be the most fascinating? And I would need uh, an investigator uh, on our team to look into this Mm -hmm. um, before we go to break. Uh, I found this to be the most fascinating part of this article that we have filed in the Cobra Files. Is that on Thursdays specifically, this article outlines, they would do two episodes because she did not work on Friday. And it was in between those two episodes that typically she would take a break and she would go into her dressing room and they didn't know what she was up to. But something wasn't right when she came out. Exactly. And so what I was curious about was the two kind of major episodes that we are aware of, specifically being the the falling down episode. And which remember was dehydration. It was not Graves disease or a shoulder fracture. Right. It was dehydration. So the time that she fell over in her uh, in her costume costume, and the time that she slurred. Actually, there's been, I think, two word slur uh, stories were those Friday episodes. That was what I was sort of curious about, because in the story, it makes it sound like on those Thursdays when they would when they would do two episodes back to back. It was specifically the second episode that that she she would would emerge kind of a little bit with a different behavior. And I will say, too, you don't have to be an investigative journalist. You don't have to be a reader of tabloids as we are. You don't have to be, um, you know, a guru of gossip. All you got to do is watch an episode of the Wendy Williams show. Go back and watch some old episodes and you can tell that that, you know, that piece of gossip from the very beginning of the article that says, um, one of the guests was like, yeah, they told me I was going to have to carry this segment because we couldn't rely on Wendy to do it is not beyond the realm of possibility. Right? right. Like you can see that for yourself as she's sitting there. In fact, I can't tell you the number of times I've watched that show and been like, so what? what's going on? Here? What is going on? Yeah. Because she just always seemed sort of a hair's breadth from being out of touch. Right. Before we go to break, just did want to mention that the last time we talked about Wendy Williams slurring her words, that episode aired on a Thursday. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. And that would have been the 20th of December of 2018. Okay. (laughs) When we come back, thank you for tuning into the Cobra Files. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, Red Sonia, which is the movie that uh, Brian Singer is to be working on and getting paid m- multiple millions of dollars for yep. is being delayed. We're going to talk dun. about that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven. Well, you'll remember a few weeks ago, there was a report published in the Atlantic about Brian Singer yep. and uh, accusations lodged against him uh, for abusing, sexually abusing yep. many underage boys, men, now men, 
boys at the time. Uh, and we talked about it on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We wondered if this would have the same kind of impact that the stories of Harvey Weinstein uh, and other, you know, Hollywood executives who we've learned have had similar pasts have had in the last year. And then shortly after, we learned that Brian Singer was still uh, slated to be paid $10 million to be involved with a, a movie called Red Sonia. He was going to direct Red Sonia, which was going to be an action film about a, a Marvel superhero. Uh, and Avi Lerner, who was the head of Millennium Films, the producer uh, of this of this project, yep. was saying, listen, Brian Singer, still on board to do this. We are not going to allow uh, all of these allegations to inform his doing this. Uh, I think the exact quote was, I know the difference between agenda-driven fake news and reality, and I am very comfortable with this decision. Well, now, two weeks later, we've learned that Millennium Films is uh, not going full steam ahead with Red Sonia. And in fact, the film is, quote, no longer on the company's slate and is not being shopped at this year's European film market in Berlin, meaning essentially there's it's pretty much dead right now. Yeah. Uh, and Brian Singer will not be paid ten million dollars to do this film. You know, I, I think until the allegations are dealt with in a way that gives people confidence that, you know, they could be working with uh, somebody. Mm, that isn't guilty of those things. Like, I think that seems totally fair. I mean, how, this is the thing. It's not like, uh, I don't know how to make a comparison without just sticking my foot in my mouth, but I feel like with Hollywood and the entertainment industry in general, same with politicians, actually, when it comes to cases like these, the me too movement in general, there's no expectation that like you are guaranteed millions of dollars to work on a project. Um, regardless of these kinds of allegations. Mm -hmm. You know, I think a lot of times when people hear like, oh, nothing's been adjudicated in a court of law. Why should you, you know, hold somebody accountable? Well, Hollywood is all about perception, right? And it's all about image. So like for them to make decisions about business decisions about who they do or do not want to work with seems totally fair and within the bounds of, you know, um, it seems totally fine. Yeah. And within their rights and actually like it's a business, it is actually a business decision. Yeah. Um, that said, I still think it's so it's been interesting to watch the aftermath of this Atlantic article about Brian Singer, which if you have not had an opportunity to read it, I highly recommend it because it is disturbing when you read in black and white print. Um, sort of the grooming tactics that he used and the, again, that heavy handed um, power play um, using his position as the filmmaker to, to have young men behave the way he wanted them to behave so that he could sexually assault them. Um, It is, it's awful and it's very uncomfortable and it's something that people should know about but we have not talked about it the way that we talked about Harvey Weinstein. And I don't quite, I, I, I don't know why. When we started to learn about Harvey Weinstein, it was like, it really was all we yeah. talked about. Part, partly because we, maybe because we knew all the 
a lot of the people that we were talking about. We knew a lot of people that Harvey Weinstein had worked with um, and that were accusing him. Um, we've only heard from the people who have come forward in this Atlantic article when it comes to Brian Singer. I, I do think part of it might be scale or might be degree, you know, like a Harvey Weinstein, not to say that Brian Singer isn't a very powerful individual in Hollywood, but um, I think Harvey Weinstein in particular was such a, you know, figure that there's his stature seems to be behind some of the coverage, but as mm-hmm. to why there has been a lack of coverage sufficient to the stature of someone like Brian Sting- Singer, that is a question I can't answer and have wondered uh, aloud, frankly, on this very show more than once. And, you know, I mean, I don't even want to speculate because again, then it just makes me put my foot in my mouth. But I mean, I can't think of what's different in this case. You have victims Mm-hmm. You have people who um, detail, in some cases, just more disturbing accounts yes. of behavior. Well, this is the latest news. Red Sonia is the the movie that he was going to be bringing in $10 million to direct is dead in the water right now. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots on my talk 107.1. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly, oftentimes with a not bare many teeth in their head, in a state called... Florida. Yes. Florida. Yes. Uh, but we're not going to go to Florida just yet. Uh, no, because I got something in my pants I'd like to give away. Okay. Can you remove it, please? Yes. Here you go. It's a gift card. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. And so if anybody would like to win a gift card from Bradley's Pants. It's not. My name's not Bradley. Sorry. What's your name? Charles. Charles. Mm. Charles's Pants. Yeah. Uh, Holly, what gift card are we giving away today? <laughs> so we're giving a $100 gift card to the Melting... It's a big gift card. It is a big gift card to the Melting Pot in downtown yes. Minneapolis. Hot fondue down your pants? Maybe. If you're caller 5, 651-641-1071, you could win that $100 gift card to the Melting Pot, courtesy of Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine's Restaurant Week. Yay! All right, now, let us take a triumph. Do you want to go to Utah first or Baston? Baston or Utah? Uh, Let's go to Boston first. Baston, okay. I'd like to tell you about a police officer in Baston. Baston. Baston cars. Um, um, a cop in Boston. Okay, I need to tell you about him. He is listed as a victim in this story. Okay, which is unusual, right? Because right. police usually not the victims, but he is a victim. Okay. Why? Because Why? he did something recently that ended up making him a crazy Oh no! Yeah. What did what happened? Okay, so um, let's just put it this way: this off-duty police officer in Pawtucket. Mm-hmm. Massachusetts mm-hmm. Uh, was hanging out one night at the Nara Lounge in, Provi- Lounge in Providence, Rhode Island, and then went to the Cadillac Lounge 
strip club. Okay. Okay. Sounds fancy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, Cadillac. he had to break up a fight while he was there between some ladies and another man. And um, apparently this then spilled over to a hotel experience. Okay. Okay. I don't quite understand so, that. He broke up a fight and it then they took it to a hotel. Oh no. Is this like when... Okay. Is this like a role playing experience? Like when what the cats you? were fighting on the roof next to my apartment when I lived in LA, except it turns out that they were really fighting. That wasn't really a fight. It was a special kind of hug. Well, no, but okay. uh, here's what had happened. They ended up at a Pawtucket hotel. Mm-hmm. Paws everywhere. And a police officer said... Um, I, I gotta go to my room and I'm gonna leave you stripper ladies over her. The only problem is the stripper ladies offed with something. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. His car. His gun. Ooh. Yes. Mm-mm. They took his Glock, mm-hmm. which is the uh, weapon of choice, I guess, in this particular case. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and mm-hmm. they could not be found. These two stripper ladies. I feel like they should put like a, you know, GPS device on those things. Hey, Just that saying. would be smart. I know. I'm not. I'm not as dumb as I look. On the gun or the stripper? Both. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I feel like everybody should have a GPS. Oh, wait, we do. It's called a phone. <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyway, so these uh, two city strippers, mm-hmm. if you will. Uh, victimized this police officer by stealing his gun, even though he left it at the hotel uh, where they were able to go, hmm, let me have this, please. I feel like you don't leave, I feel like. Yeah, and I don't it know, seems like he kind of had police. a shady story, right? Like, right. how did you end up at a hotel After with two strippers? That you were trying to break up their fight. You'd bro- quote, unquote. I mean, Was everybody's he trying to break it up thing. with his... Yeah, I think you... Nightstick? Mm-hmm. Oh, if you are picking up what he's trying to lay down he is a victim though he says but can i throw this out there i've never mm. been to the police academy i can't even remember if i've seen the movies all the way through i don't feel like you separate yourself from your glock well he was just going uh to check on some stuff it maybe was get probably some going ice, to the ice machine or the vending yeah. machine to get them weird crackers because mm-hmm. you know you're hungry and everything's closed what weird crackers they always got them peanut butter crackers that are oh, real orange. Wow. Those, those are oh, weird yeah. those are good oh you get the, it's real dry you're like too dry. Well, it's because peanut butter. And but they you don't just... taste like anything, really. Oh, they're delicious. <laughs> and by the way, though, if I'm getting something out of the vending machine, it's going to be that thing with the Bugles? crackers. No. The it's thing with the crackers. The crackers and then the orange stick and the fake cheese that you spread on a it. handy snack. Thank you. Okay, well, it's a blue yes. stick. It's a red stick, actually. It's a blue stick. It's a red stick. It's a red stick. Are you sure? What is it called? Handy, handy snacks. snacks. And that's handy with an eye. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's a C in snacks. I miss the kind that are the breadsticks, and then you dip oh. the breadstick into the cheese. I like product. that because it's, it's a breadstick. That's what I said. You guys really should listen more carefully next time. <laughs> wow, thanks for the gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> they also awesome. have Oreo sticks. Oh, that's new. they don't that have you dip in sticks. cheese. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's the taste sensation you no. didn't know you wanted. <laughs> Cream dip. It's called Cream oh. Dip. They also have Mr. Salty's. Now, I could eat me a Mr. Salty cheese snack. What is that? Okay, can I just... I feel like this is like the <laughs> second or third time in the last week that Crazy Stupid Idiots has, has turned into, into food, food chat. chat. <laughs> no, it's uh, handy snacks, but with little pretzel rods. So, pretzel rods with cheese. Oh, man, those are great. Yeah, now see, that's good because it's real moist and salty. 
I'm sorry. Now I've I've had to navigate away from my crazy, stupid idiot so I can look at Handy Snacks. All right. Turns out Handy Snacks, by the way, is a full range. It also includes like pudding snacks. Really? Yeah. Go figure. And the Oreo uh, creamy. Now that is a new addition. They did not have that when I was young. No, I didn't either. That's great. All right. Um... Can we go to Houston? <laughs> sure. I haven't been in a while and I miss it. They have really good food. Okay, well, I don't know if, how you're going to feel about this story. Um, okay, so there's this abandoned house in Houston that uh, a couple people were using to smoke their drugs in. Oh, that's sad. Well, it, that's actually not the saddest part of the story. So these Neighbory people were smoking their stuff in uh, this abandoned home in Houston. Okay. And uh, they went to this abandoned home to do their smoking. And when they got to the abandoned home, they found a tiger. Uh, what? Yeah. You heard me. A live tiger. In a... Like in just a, all out and about? No, in a cage. Oh. And they were like, um, whoa, that's weird. So they called 911. Yeah, like, that's dangerous. I feel like that's what you do when there's a tiger in the home that you're going to do your drugs in. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Generally um, speaking. So they called and they were like, hi, we came to this. We're a concerned citizen and we have entered an abandoned home in the Houston area. Uh, I don't know if they told the part about the smoking. Nope, they did say. We came here to smoke some pot, and we found a tiger. At least they're being honest. I yes. Well, the authorities uh, in this case, We're Sergeant, like, what, is, what Sergeant, kind of stuff is that? Exactly, Sergeant Jason Alderit of the Houston Police Department's oh, major offenders. Do you? No, I don't. He said, "Quote: We questioned them as to whether they were under the effects of the drugs, or they actually saw the tiger." But they did uh, dispatch a unit out there. When they got there, in fact, they found a caged tiger Whoa. in this abandoned home's garage. The How home, I know, but th- that's what's so crazy about the story. The home had been abandoned for some time, but they found around this cage, caged tiger, quote, several packages of meat. So somebody had caged, put the caged tiger and in the garage it. and it had been feeding it meat weird isn't that weird so the, the officers okay. well they the officers tranquilized the cat and oh. uh and pulled it out uh using a wrecker because they had to use Jeez. a wrecker to get the animal out of the garage and bring it to an animal shelter um and then it has been brought to an animal sanctuary that's operated by an animal animal organization uh and at at this point it's okay but isn't that just who what the and so I don't really have a satisfactory ending for you here and but I the don't the tiger's okay that's all quite, I care about yeah the tiger's okay and the people are okay I yeah. mean that's the other thing is like a tiger is not something you want to mess around with no. um not even when you're high the case is currently still under investigation uh and it's quote unclear if the tiger's owner will face any charges my how do they question know the is owner? who's the how do they know who the owner is yeah good question exactly so that's the story of the abandoned home and the high uh intruders and the tiger in a cage and i that's all i know i don't know really who the crazy stupid idiot is but it's just a crazy just a random crazy story Mm -hmm. all right there you go 
Oh, gosh, Good darn deal. it. We got to go. No, I was waiting for you to figure Sorry, that out. Sorry, I wasn't looking at the time. I wanted more crazy, stupid idiots, but we don't I have time know, for it. We don't got no time, honey. We got to do the throwback live at 245. Yeah. We're going to do that right after this on My Talk 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.